ஜிட் and sometimes for bad things as well so much so that the constant flux between those two poles cause people to lose faith in technology this little show is going to change all of that i'm going to introduce you to some wonderful people using technology for social good social change social impact and of course making this world a better place using technology i'm going to introduce you to companies i'm going to introduce you to industries using technology to bring about amazing and awesome positive change. This podcast is a 94.3 Radio 1 production and it's available on htsmartcast.com, India's fastest growing podcast platform. But enough about that. Let's get into the episode. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. While our entire city and a lot of parts of it are constantly in a work in progress mode, while we are in construction and what not a lot of times um you know you'd find that maybe certain people who are constructing buildings would take the shortcut route to actually well getting that building up and running in a in a fast and efficient manner um a lot of times you find that people do not think of the sustainability angle while building and that's precisely why we do this segment welcome to tech for change my name is k and as we do the show we love focusing on people and individuals and companies in the technology space using technology for some form of social good and to bring you that little bit of a you know let's just say that beam of hope through these uh, dark times uh, of technology <laughs> and how technology can be used to actually do a lot of good well i came across a, a beautiful little story and just throwing it back to construction and you know talking about what the situation is in uh, bangalore across india if you look at it there are a lot of parts of our city that is constantly under well construction even if you look at yourself and your particular family if you've built a home it's very rare that you would go for maybe a little bit more expensive building bricks because they are maybe a little bit more sustainable right but what if i told you that i came across an engineer who makes carbon negative bricks that cut construction cost by about 50% on the other side i'm going to be speaking to the founder of green jams they are a clean tech startup behind agrocrete which is basically an innovation carbon negative brick made from agricultural waste that cuts down construction cost and time tarun is going to be joining me in just a bit so make sure you come back for that bit of conversation on the other side we're back in just a while stand by All right, welcome back. I'm with Tarun Jami who is the founder of Green Jams and they're a clean tech startup that you know is behind something known as Agrocrete which is an innovation carbon negative brick made from agricultural waste that cuts down construction cost and time. Tarun, good to speak with you man. Thanks so much for joining me all the way from Uttarakhand this morning. Thank you so much. It's good to have you too. 
<laughs> how's the how's the madness in uttarakhand because i believe things have taken a crazy business turn for you guys uh, so scaling is is becoming more of a challenge and things like that so how how has that journey been um in fact scaling has not been a challenge for us it has i mean that's a big thing as right. any new startup would uh, but we're actually pretty excited about the sort of people that are um, getting in touch with us thanks to some of the good work done by a few journalists and media houses that helped us along the way you know put the word out about us we've been attracting a fair amount of interest i want to start by just talking about the issue of carbon emissions about problems that building and using say for example regular concrete and things like that has on the long term effects of the way we live and the way our planet kind of you know let's just say huffs and puffs through our uh, timeless uh, destruction right so talk to me about what's the problem at hand right now in the way that we build man uh, i feel like you've touched upon a nerve when you said uh, timeless because <laughs> um, i mean it's a completely different topic that i want to talk about you know to actually give you a, a brief idea about you know what the construction industry is like and you know what its contribution is to the planet which is not positive of course is that um, almost 45% of our you know global carbon emissions come because of uh, buildings and there are two reasons for this one is the manufacture of the building materials themselves and by building materials and different things, things like concrete which has cement and sand and gravel and whatnot and bricks and everything the other problem is that um, the more that we construct the lesser and lesser efficient we've been getting in the past few decades you would notice that buildings have only been uh, becoming more and more uncomfortable to live in because of which you have to then install this monstrous air conditioning system and correct. all of that because of correct, which, correct. You, know, you would be consuming monstrous amounts of money uh, and energy of course from a perspective of you know uh, one of course the thing that it generates what you just mentioned which i think is fantastic but from a perspective of you know where all this waste kind of goes to one it's not a very i mean concrete is not a super sustainable way of doing things right in the long run like i, I don't know if you've heard of you know the white topping that we've been having on our roads for bengaluru from that perspective tell me in the in the long run is concrete like a good deal say when you construct a home for example so concrete is still the strongest material known to mankind as in in terms of uh, as a construction material and as something which is cheap and easily available because you're using abundantly available resources i mean they're natural unfortunately but then they're abundant you're using things like uh, sand and stone and we've reduced like so many hills and mountains into mere small pieces but the impact that it has on the planet is, is gigantic right? i mean you're talking about loss of biodiversity and uh, stuff like that but then just a few changes to how concrete is made and you all of a sudden have this amazing uh, opportunity to right. um, make our future buildings much better from a perspective of of doing what you guys do and all that with agrocrete which is something that you guys have developed where did that idea first come from you know and and how did you decide that hey this is something that I want to you know I want to dedicate my life to uh, i was actually back in college i went to jain university in bangalore oh my my right? i'm, I'm sorry was... okay cool <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I did my civil engineering from Jain. Towards the completion of engineering was when um, I sort of had this existential crisis. I was trying to figure out if you know what I was doing with life was what exactly. And around the same time was when I was also introduced to the idea of climate change and the right. science of climate change, change right. actually. And um, I also became aware of the role. 
that's that construction and more specifically civil engineers would have in it and it was that thought really which um, led me on to this journey i didn't want to be a proponent of the same kind of construction that has been happening since the past few centuries so that's precisely why i decided to um, look for an alternative path and because i was good at concrete technology and because i was great at you know building materials and stuff like that i thought this is maybe the one path that i should choose so as michael jackson says you genuinely wanted to heal the world and make it a better place <laughs> also make money yeah of course <laughs> you know the funny part about making money is that you're actually cutting construction costs for a lot of people out there with agrocrete by 50% how like that seems near to impossible how you see there have been quite a few uh, recycled uh, materials based bricks right i mean so you have fly ash bricks and you have plastic bricks and what not all of them essentially have this one problem which is that they're very heavy because of which you need to make these smaller bricks right and uh, consequently this if the bricks are small then the amount of cement that goes into making that building that wall also increases and with agrocrete we have this very distinct advantage in the sense that the as a material we're able to achieve concrete like strength but at a weight that is only uh, 50% of what concrete weighs very cool So, so this gave us an amazing opportunity right um, now but i i do believe that you you started with something called hempcrete in 2019 right so yeah. it didn't always start with agrocrete and then it moved to uh, right. uh, agrocrete so i mean your, your father and brother apparently handle operations partnerships and legalities for you guys so so let's talk about you know why the switch from hempcrete in 2019 and you moved mm-hmm. to agrocrete like did hempcrete just not work i'm assuming obviously that hempcrete is made from hemp waste yes yeah Yeah. Okay. And 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 agro um and for those people who don't know agrocrete of course it's upcycled material and uh, what it basically is is it's it's all the waste from agricultural biomass and and things like that. As I said right I mean after right after finishing my engineering was when I had this question that there is potential crisis and I decided to uh, choose another material and that was when uh, I I landed with hempcrete that's what I began my journey It was basically then that I decided to essentially start with hempcrete and then once we made hempcrete the world's strongest hempcrete actually in 2019 and that was when um, reality hit in the sense that we don't have a hemp industry in India because of which there isn't like a large scale cultivation of it happening and because of which we are also not able to gain access to the required uh, amount of raw materials in a more feasible or you know cost viable manner So just in terms of constituents of what hempcrete and agrocrete are made of could you talk me through that please before we move on there are just two uh, major constituents for both right we have um, in hempcrete we have the stalks uh, from the hemp plant and uh, basically the binder which we developed and when agrocrete you essentially have your crop waste the agricultural waste and we also put in a small amount of fly ash which comes from thermal power plants right and again the binder which is made using steel by products actually nice so if i ask you for the formula of that binder i am assuming that's confidential yeah sure i mean it's up for sale for about 15000 crores <laughs> <laughs> i like it i like it business comes first okay cool now <laughs> okay listen what i what i do want to ask you is when people hear this right and they're hearing that it's 50% cheaper then you know regular concrete to build you know to use agrocrete to build what's the hesitancy 
of course. Uh, I think the fundamental hesitancy that people might have is the integrity of it, right? How strong is it? Am I, is my home going to collapse tomorrow if I build it out of this? Isn't that the, the basic thing that you face? And talk to me about some of the challenges there and how you have navigated through that. Yeah, that's, that's basically it. And, and it's essentially the durability and the strength that, you know, people have most questions about. And in fact, my own manufacturing unit in Rootkey, which is made using agrocrete blocks, there was an attempt at robbery. This guy thought this is made using straw, so let me just break through it. Fortunately, he wasn't able to, and therefore, uh, a lot of my equipment is still safe. <laughs> <laughs> but that's that's basically it. And see, the, the construction industry is very slow to change, right? People have always been slow to adopt new technologies, and therefore, even across the world, uh, you don't see a lot of these new technologies seeing the light of the day. But having said that, since it's such a new material, since you know, no one knows uh, how long it's going to survive because it hasn't been around for a long time, the, some of the, uh, the we're actually overcoming those challenges by carrying out some extremely scientific studies and you know the actual uh, the research programs where we're able to determine the exact behavior of the material under various kinds of uh, circumstances, be it natural disasters, earthquakes, cyclones, and so on. So there's always a constant amount of work that is being put into making this product what it is. Right, right. That's only the basic hurdle. I I think it's a it's going to be education a little bit, and then when you you get you know, get people past that, then they're going to be like yeah. you know, sky is the limit. Honestly, um, of course, it's always the, about the awareness first. Yeah, and then it comes customer love. And right, then, uh, right. I think now what I want to hear from you is say for example you have a person they're in the process of building and they are looking at at two things in front of them concrete and maybe agrocrete mm. right yeah. from a sustainability point of view I'd love if you could give me your elevator pitch on why this is just so much better for the environment. You could choose between the two simply on the factor that simply on the basis of what sort of a carbon footprint uh, that you want to make uh, to the planet. I mean, what sort of carbon contributions you want to make to it. With agrocrete, you're actually going to be getting the cheaper cost of construction, a much more stronger building, more earthquake resistant. We're not only talking about you know removing CO2 from the atmosphere, we're also actually talking about making your building stronger than it's going to be than it would be with um, regular concrete. I think that's a good elevator pitch, man. Listen, it's companies like these that really renew my faith in the startup ecosystem. It's it's because it's beautiful. It's it's sustainability molded with actually doing something that's business-like. You know, I think if more companies worked in from that perspective, we'd have a more beautiful and sustainable world in front of us. I want to genuinely thank you for taking out the time. This has been awesome. And here's hoping that, you know, when we make choices about anything, big, small, massive, maybe tiny, whatever they are, those are really small decisions. Those small decisions really help us all in the larger picture of things. For sure, I mean, I completely agree with you on that. Wishing you all the best. If people want to get in touch with you, where's the best place to kind of do that? So we're very active on Instagram as well. It's at the rate of the Green Jams. Um, the website is also quite accessible. It's greenjams.org. Perfect. And Perfect. always available on the phone. Awesome. Dude, thank you. Thanks, Kay. Thank you so much for listening to this little episode of Tech for Change. You can find me, your host, K, on uh, Instagram. I'm probably the most active there at the rate off air with K. That is off air with K-A-Y. I'm going to be back next week for another episode of Tech for Change. And if you'd like to give us feedback, well, you as a listener can reach out to us on at the rate HT Smartcast on multiple platforms. We're present on Facebook, Twitter, 
Instagram, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Clubhouse. Now, to listen to more podcasts, make sure you log on to www.htsmartcast.com. I'll see you soon. Take care. This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.